Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to Good Deeds. I'm your host. I am Dr. Renee Sunday, and I am the platform builder. What we want to do is stop and pause and take a little check. <laughs> An aha moment like our senior hall used to say. We need to thank you, thank you, thank you for believing in us. We want to thank you, thank you, thank you for always believing in the things that we do here up under the umbrella of Renee Sunday Enterprise, the radio show, the TV show, the publishing, the magazine, all of that kind of stuff. And we just thank you. I mean, I can't forget the nonprofit, of course, right? But we want to thank you for believing in us. But guess what? We believe in you because you have greatness inside of you. You have what it takes. Somebody right now, and I know I say it all the time, but it's very true. Somebody right now is confused, overwhelmed. Someone right now is not knowing the next step. Somebody right now mm, is praying for that greatness that's inside of you. So what you got to do, you know I'm going to say it. <laughs> you need to release it. You don't need to reveal it. You need to do that because you are the answer to somebody's, guess what, somebody's problem. Yes, we have to do that. Woo, you know I get excited. <laughs> but let's get to the question for this session. Um, you know, some people may be listening live, maybe listening um, through the archives, and we thank you for downloading us over on iTunes and checking us out on YouTube and our website and, of course, social media. Um, the question of the day is, Dr. Sunday, Dr. Sunday, Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, this question, I'm paraphrasing, uh, is about me being a speaker. Wow, I think maybe this one of the, I haven't gotten a question about that. But this person want to know, how do I, and I'm paraphrasing, balance, if you will, being in ministry, number one, meaning preaching the gospel, I'm going to just put a pin there, because we all doing ministry even though we're in the marketplace, right? Mm-hmm. And... Um, now, read the question. I don't know if they, what they meant by that, but that's why I'm going to paraphrase. When we talk to them, we'll get that better clarification on that. Because when I go to the gas station, I'm doing ministry if I'm talking to somebody, right? Because you don't know what's going to come through you to help somebody else. But anyway, <laughs> the next question, uh, the next piece of that, if you will, is um, – in regards to what I do in corporate America, and that's what I call corporate America, is when I go speak to women empowerment, when I go speak at corporate places, when I go actually speak anything that's not part of the pulpit. Okay, that's just my interpretation. We'll talk to the person and find out what's the, what's the real meaning. But the answer to that, they want to know how I balance that. Um, do I talk faith-based when I'm in corporate, when I do this, do this? But I actually have to tell you, I had an awesome opportunity to speak in to a crowd that uh, I knew ahead of time, I'll just be honest, uh, that they mostly was not Christian, okay? So I made a decision because uh, I respect everybody, number one. I show love to everyone, right? Show love and compassion. And what I always say, be authentic and be consistent. So I was able to share them how to be seen, be heard, and get paid, right? Ching, ching, right? Because that's universal. Everyone wants to love. Everybody wants to see how they can increase their revenue. And we had a ball. Um, when I'm in the pulpit, I say, you know, my scripture. But I also, when I'm in corporate and when I'm speaking somewhere else, I do spiritual principles. 
because that's what we're supposed to be talking about in the Pentecost anyway, spiritual principles. And they actually apply in the world as well, if you want to say, quote, unquote, world. So I'm still the same. I'm still funny. I'm still, <laughs> I'm still this. And I've actually had people come to me after and actually say, saw the God in me, and they actually wanted prayer. Mm, I'm talking non-pulpit situations, okay? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I'm so excited, you know, being, you know, being wherever I go, I'm going to show that. Whatever I'm going to do, I'm going to say that. So we'll call this young man, and actually we'll talk a little bit more, because if that question came up, they actually maybe, I'm saying maybe, maybe having a concern in that department. I did have that for a minute, okay? I did. I had to get coaching around that area. I had to actually get work, work on the inner me to, to make sure I wasn't self-sabotaging myself. Uh-oh, that's a whole other point, right? <laughs> but anyway, we ain't going to delay. We're not going to delay, delay, delay. We actually have a world changer herself. We have Miss Julian Buck. She's an award-winning, so I already write that down, award-winning uh, winning filmmaker. She's an author, and she's a CEO of her own company, Enterprise. Now, we can actually ask her that question of why she did Enterprises, because everybody always asks me that, but uh, we can get it from her as well. That's actually a question that somebody already sent in. But let's do this real quickly, real quickly. Uh, we want to play real quickly one of our commercials, because we got to, you know what, we got to still do the ching-ching, right? <laughs> Y'all so funny. Y'all know I'm funny as well. But we're going to take a quick, quick commercial break, and we have the amazing world changer, award-winning filmmaker herself, Ms. Julian Bullock, with us. This is Good Deeds, and I'm Dr. Renee Sunday. We'll be right back. This is John Schamberger, founder and CEO of Millionaires Trainings Only Only. We are proud to support and listen to Good Deeds Live every Mondays and Thursday at 530 Eastern Standard Time. With your host, the platform builder, Dr. Nate Sunday. So remember, wherever your mind can conceive and believe in your purpose, it can achieve. And don't stop. Get it, get it. <laughs> Y'all know it. Don't stop. Get it, get it. We want to thank Mr. John Schamberg with Millionaires and Trainers, Owners Only. And he actually has a radio show platform as well, so you can chime in and actually be a guest and see what their requirements and guidelines over there. But we thank him for still, even though we do the same thing, for still being a sponsor here. Isn't that amazing? You can actually do that. You can do that, okay? But anyway, we actually have the amazing Miss Julian Bullock with us. She's a CEO of her own enterprise, LLC. She's going to actually tell us her name choice there. And after graduating from her university, LaSalle University. She started a film making. See, she, she started in the filmmaking. Y'all see what I'm saying? So what she went to, okay. Now that's a whole other subject, right? But she got an internship with, guess what, my favorite. Y'all know I love Spike Lee, Spike Lee's movie, Malcolm X. I love that. And then she also has, guess what, published her own memoir, which is Here I Stand. I love it. Now I want to get the punchline. I'm going to say that, but she's going to tell us about that. But the thing about it, she's award-winning. She wrote and directed, and I guess she's probably seen my personality already, of uh, the filmmaker's personal journey, spirit, and the sense of purpose, fighting for our lives. And currently, guess what? I'm not going to give it away. She's going to tell us what she's currently working on. I don't like to spill the beans because it's always better coming from the person. And we're going to work on work on none other than the world changer herself. Woo! Welcome, welcome, Miss Julian. Are you there? 
I am here. Yes, I am. Welcome to Good Deeds. Thank you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> well, let's please let's start. Let's start here because you know I always love for people to 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 go deeper, if you will, of the amazing things that's going on in your life. Because I only only tip the iceberg. Yes, I I, I hear you. I mean, I, I'm loving your show. Uh, you're amazing um, host and, and all that you do. I mean, I'm just really inspired. Thank you for having me on your show. Well, let's dive deep a little bit because, you know, here, because we're in Atlanta, and Atlanta is actually becoming or have became, I have to see what, what, the, what they're saying nowadays out there, uh, an actual place for production, film production, radio, TV, you know, all that kind of stuff. But in regards to filmmaking, if you don't mind sharing, because I always, I always like to see why people, especially the young people, why they went into that particular area. Can you share a little bit of that, please? Um, my story is a little different than most. I got into filmmaking um, from my stepfather, actually, when I was growing up. My stepfather uh, was a white guy. He was uh, an Italian mafia. <laughs> he really loved film. He was like a film buff. And he always told me since I was a little girl that I could become a filmmaker one day. And he just put it in my head, and we went to see movies every Sunday. And eventually I started believing that maybe I could become a filmmaker. So it was awesome. Basically, he planted that seed when I was a little girl. Now, that's powerful right there, ladies and gentlemen. She's giving you a lot just in that, that it actually, when you plant a seed and you continue to nurture, <laughs> it'll come to fruition. So, oh, my God, that's amazing. That's amazing. But But tell us about this if we – in this a little bit because uh, a lot of people always ask me why I actually end up uh, just like you did, having your name and then saying enterprise. Can you share why that great? Because, you know, I tell people why I did it. It was actually a backwards thing in my case. <laughs> but kind of share with us in regards of your branding that you actually chose your name and you put in, enterprise and you're actually your corporation. Uh, well, you know, I, I learned from um, Tyler Perry. He had uh, said on an interview that you want people to know your name, so the best way to have people remember your name is to have your company as your name. So I did Julian Bullock, like he does Tyler Perry on his Tyler Perry Studios. Um, so I did Julian Bullock Enterprises, but the Enterprises encompasses not only film and TV um, web series, but it also encompasses uh, books, the like books that I write, and speaking engagement. So, you know, I, I'm a speak professional speaker, so it all encompasses that whole thing under my company. So that's why it's considered um, enterprises. Yes, I love it. Actually, in my case, I, you, like you just said, Tyler Perry, but also I gleaned from uh, Bishop Jakes. Because Bishop Jakes, before he became uh, what he is now, he actually had. Uh, if I do it right, what is it, TDJ Enterprises. So he was a business owner before he actually, he was still a, you know, a minister, you know, you not say that incorrectly. But the thing about it that I love that he was, uh, before you, the way we see him now, he's always have said. But then I have to throw this in, ladies and gentlemen, for myself. Uh, God didn't tell me to put ministry behind my name. like, And I'm not knocking what people have done, but 
that's what, because I'm really truly a big marketplace person. Um, of course, you know, I'm in the church too, but uh, <laughs> but uh, so that was my case. I get that question, Julian, all the time, so I'm thank you for that great knowledge you gave us with that. But, but let's get, if it's okay, because, um, you know, a lot of people want to share their story. A lot of people actually want you know, the amazing thing that happened with Tyler Perry and so many other people that, you know, the thing, the idea, if you will, has become what it is, a film, a movie, and have changed so many lives. What do you think we are right now with that, with people going, you know, really from an idea, someone that's, you know, and I'm going to say myself, someone that's common like me. I use myself again. <laughs> you know, someone that, that has, um, I do act actually, though, and I've been in a couple of films. But the thing is, I'm being saying a novice. What, what should they route be to actually get on the radar, I guess, to even be in a movie or actually be an extra in a movie? I mean, there's a lot of things to do, especially if you don't have an agent when you first start out. But a lot of people, you know, they don't know where to go. But, you know, the, the basics is obviously you need your bio and you need your headshots. They have to be done professionally. You can't just take a selfie or have a friend take a picture. Um, that's not going to work. Um, and you need it to be done professionally. You need to put a little bit of money out to do it right, and then you have to get your bio done up. And you can learn that and look online and see what a bio is supposed to look like, what your headshot should look like. So you know what to do and what not to do. You start there, and then you just you can go on places like called Backstage. That's like one of the main um, sites that people go on for jobs to, for acting, and they have all kind of different jobs from extras to principal roles, theater, TV, movies. They have everything. It's like you know you have to join. It's a little uh, membership fee, but it's it's important. You, it's a way to get started. Another thing they can find out how to get some. Jobs works with something called IMDb. They can go on IMDb. They have to pay like $20 a month to set up your profile. But it has a lot of different people that you, where you can find out what kind of movies are coming, what kind of movies do you think you want to be in. And then you can contact some of those agents that are listed on IMDb, and you send them your resume, and you send them your headshots. And if they're interested, they call you in for an audition. So that's how you try to get your feet wet. Wow, I, I hate to go real deep with this, but let me let me cause just because I didn't know this, ladies and gentlemen. So I'm being there. You know, I'm being transparent. <laughs> the bio mm-hmm. that we have, how can I say it nicely? Uh, well, if you notice, we I've totally changed my website. That my bio is more of a conversation. And people, it's so fun. I'm gonna be very transparent when I go speak now. Guess what? My flow of my speaking is actually the flow of my bio. <laughs> well, but it took me a good while to get there. But the traditional, and I don't want to say if that's the right word, but you know, a lot of times the generic, I'm going to just say, maybe that's a better word, bios that we have, like when we're on a radio show, when we actually doing a podcast. I found out, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, when I actually had to start uh, pitching myself to movie plays, et cetera, I found out that that's a very different bio. <laughs> so, oh. <laughs> Theater, it might look a little different than uh, for TV or film, but 
you know, even if you don't have a lot of credit, but if you want to get started, you you probably will have to, um, people will probably have to work what they call, you know, deferment, which means you're not getting paid right up front. Um, you just get food for the day, and you'll get an acting credit in the movie, and that's how people who are just starting out usually get started. So if you have some credits to put on their bio, because they're going to need some credits. And so this is how you have to get your feet wet. You know, when I worked on Spike Lee's movie, um, Malcolm X, as an intern, I didn't get paid. So, you know, and then, you know, I had to travel back and forth to New York every day. I live in Philadelphia, and I wasn't getting paid. You know, they fed us, but I didn't get paid because I was an intern. But it's something that I could put on my credit. So you have to sometimes do that when you're first starting. Yeah, I'm glad you're telling us. That's good. Oh, you so great information. Now, in regards of now, tell us about this, your amazing memoir you have. Here I stand. I just love the name. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, again, that, that was about me growing up with my mom um, and my brother. We're, both, oh, we're African-American. Then my mom lived with this guy who was a white guy who was Italian mafia um, in the 60s and 70s in Philadelphia. And, you know, um, he raised me since I was two years old, and, you know, I was like his little girl, so he took me everywhere. And I learned a lot, good and bad. I saw a lot of stuff, obviously, mob-related because he's a monster. Uh, <laughs> but also, like I said, the filmmaking <laughs> part, um, I learned a lot about film because he was such a, a film buff that um, I learned about that part as well. So it was an interesting life. And then when he died um, when I was around 14, um, 14, 15, uh, I ended up on the streets, and then that's when I got into a lot of different bad things because I was trying to survive, and I didn't have anyone to look to help me because my stepfather had died. Um, so I was on my own, and I was out on the streets, and and to survive, I did a lot of bad things, criminal activities to survive, and then I got pregnant. And once I got pregnant, I knew I needed to get off the street somehow, and I was on a drug, addicted to drugs at that time. So I had to get off the drugs, get back into school so I can go on to college, so I can become a filmmaker, and so I could raise my baby. Um, I was a single parent, but I did it. You know, I went back to school, graduated from high school, went on to college, graduated from college, uh, and then I became a filmmaker, and I fulfilled my stepfather's dreams that he always wanted me to become a filmmaker. So. Oh, wow, that's powerful. You know, that's actually would be a transformational movie there because there's so many dynamics. Uh, you know, most uh, everybody has had grief in their life, you know, losing a loved one, losing a job, losing their home, and then the transition. I grew up in poverty, so I kind of follow what you're saying about the streets and all that type of stuff. But that that but <laughs> but you know, I know it it's totally different because when my um Book on grief came out. It's it's different and it takes a stage. Uh, it's a staging to be able to get uh, put your stuff out there as a movie and put your stuff out there. But we commend you for doing that because uh, that's a form of healing right there to actually have it in print. So we thank you for doing that. Oh no problem. I mean that's the only way that I can help other people by sharing my story. So. I don't mind doing it because I know a lot of people, when the book came out, was published, a lot of people contacted me and they were asking me for advice and how I could possibly help them turn their lives around because a lot of people had similar stories to mine. And some people 
didn't have similar stories, but they just were going through a lot of hardships, and they just reached out and asked how I could help them, you know, and that's how I became a life coach, and that's why I became a, a speaker, so I can go out and, you know, help other people. Wow, that's powerful. And, and so now just the evolving of your journey, of, you know, you write and you direct now. So, so how do you like that combination? Because we see that on television sometimes when, when the actor becomes a director, then the director becomes, you know, they evolve into the different stages of production. So how is that experience? Well, I, actually, I wear a lot of hats. I, I'm, the, I'm a writer, director, producer, um, and I'm also a fight choreographer. So. I wear a lot of different hats because I'm an independent filmmaker, so sometimes you have to wear a lot of hats. Um, so I do it all because it's just part of the things that you do. If you want to be more of an asset in the business, it, it's a good idea to have more than one skill set. So that's why you do see a lot of actors who eventually direct as well because you can write your own projects, you can direct your own projects, you can act in your own projects, you can don't have to wait for somebody to hand you a role you make your own role. You do your own production and your own film, so you can get more work that way. Wow, that's that's interesting, isn't it? <laughs> well, wow, we we love that. We love that. Wow. So you've given us the skill set that we are the different ways we actually need to, you know, walk out and actually become part of movies and films and stuff like that. But but what is it? Cause I've seen a lot of this that is happening, especially here in Atlanta, is a person's book, you know, a memoir or even any type of book is actually becoming a stage play, and then, you know, they everybody's trying to get to Tyler Perry. <laughs> you hear that all the time <laughs> sure. uh, here in Atlanta. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they are trying to get to Tyler, but... um. Yeah, it's, it's very hard to get to him if you don't have an agent. You're really not going to get to Tyler Perry, so. Yeah, I'm going to say, now tell us about that. At what stage do you think, because that's sort of like the question that everybody always asks, when do you get a booking agent? When do you get a PR person? When do you get an agent, you know, for tra- for traditional publishing? What, when, what stage do you think, in your opinion, that – people need to say, okay, I need an agent to actually book me in this certain area? It, it depends. It depends on um, what you want to do in, with your career. But most people, after they've done a couple of films, uh, if they had a good leading role, not if they had, like, an extra. If they're extras or something like that, you're not going to get an agent. Um, but if you had, like, a couple of roles, but you had a, a primary role in the, in the movie, then you could start looking for an agent. Because then you have something to show. You have a reel. You have an acting reel that you can show the agent. That you know they look at that. They look at your bio. And they look at your headshot. Um, they look at your IMDb page. And when they look at all that stuff, then they decide if they want to bring you in to have your audition. And if they like you, they they'll rep you. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, because I'll be transparent. A lot of the extras I've been in, you can't really even say openly that you were in it. I mean, you sign. You have to sign that paper. 
saying that, and then it, it's kind of rather they actually catch you, you know, unless you really look at it in detail, depending on what where you are as an extra. But I see it all the time on social media that people saying they being extra. I said, well, what, what company are they working with? Because I know the ones that I've done, you, you know, they state you sign a, a paper saying that you don't put anything out on on the media and the masses. So, but everybody, you know, do what they want to do, right? <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, they're not supposed to. They can actually get sued for that. If they if they signed off on something that said they're not supposed to put any information out, and they do, legally they can, they, you know, the production company can sue that person. So, um, you know, that happened on the film that I just did, A Sense of Purpose Fighting for Our Lives. We did a shoot, and uh, one of the ladies took pictures of the set that we were on. And then, you know, as soon as I said break, we're leaving, we're done for the day, you know, we went to get something to eat, and, Ten minutes later, she has the pictures all up on Facebook and social media. Ran my producing people called her and said, "If you don't have that stuff down in the next two minutes, you're you're getting sued." Because they had signed something that mm-hmm. said you're not to release any photos from the production set. Because there's a reason for that. If you have a publicist, it's their job to release the photos, and they and they know when to release them. They know what caption to put with it and stuff like that. They have a job to do. So if someone jumps the gun and does it too fast, too early, uh, it, it hurts the production. So, I mean, she took them down, obviously, because, you know, she was in violation of her contract. So you, you have to listen to what they say. But you sign off on something, and they say you can't, you know, put it out there, don't do it because you risk getting sued. Now, I actually know that firsthand because, um, <laughs> Julia, well, not firsthand, meaning the, the, the other side. But uh, I actually, I, I do have, uh, I just released my uh, first children's book, The Cover. And uh, I went mm-hmm. to my, my PR person. I said, well, I'm ready to release the cover. She said, oh, wait a minute, let me tell you what to say. <laughs> I tell you what uh-huh. I have to say. And so because she, I don't want to mess up her whole, uh, like you said, campaign that she has. Uh, and right. she, <laughs> so, so you actually fussing at me because I almost said she said, "Oh no, no, let me tell you what you need to say." And so uh, I got that approved before I actually released that. So that was just <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, glad mm-hmm. because I actually could have messed up myself, but uh, I'm glad I had sense enough to say, uh, "What can I release the book, the cover?" And she said, "Yeah." <laughs> right. Right. Hmm. So what's coming up for you? Uh, I know more and more doors and avenues are coming up. Is there anything that you can actually share with us or anything we may have missed that uh, you, said you need to address while we're here? Because we have to get you back because you are evolving. You're going to actually end up doing all these things, and we're going to see you on TV getting all these awards. So we're glad that <laughs> for this amazing opportunity to share with you. Um, right now, like I said, I've finished up a movie called A Sense of Purpose, Fighting for Our Lives, and it uh, deals with the veterans and military sexual assault and, uh, you know, obviously very touchy subject, especially now with a lot of things going on with the sexual assault with the Me Too movement and everything. Um, we're, we're winning a lot of different awards at film festivals, and we'll continue. We'll probably be doing film festivals for another, you know, six months or so. But in the meantime, I'm also in development of a psychological thriller uh, called A Cup Full of Crazy, <laughs> a psychological thriller. Obviously, I wrote, directed, and will be producing it as well. <laughs> um, and we're in production now. We're getting the actors together. We've got to get locations together. You know, it's, the whole, it's a big process. It'll take, like, 
before we'll be ready to go into to actual filming for that in Philadelphia. Wow. Well, you keep my name handy, and I'll give you my phone number. <laughs> I'll fly up and <laughs> you need me. You know, it's so funny, though, that, you know, I'm a board-certified anesthesiologist, and uh, it's so funny when I try to apply to the extras as being a doctor. You know I never get it, but every time I do it as an extra, as a as a minister, I always get that. <laughs> ah, okay. <laughs> I just uh-huh. thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> Lord have mercy, that's funny. But please tell us, Julian, tell us how we can support you in the things that you're doing. Tell us how we can actually um, support you on social media so we can keep up with what you have going on. And anything that we haven't addressed, please share that at this time. Um, anybody can just get in touch with me, jbullockenterprises.com. That's my film website, jbullockenterprises.com. And they can see everything that we're doing and, you know, if they want to get involved in some kind of way, you know, they can just reach out to, to the email that's on there. Um, of course, we'll need extras. We'll need everybody um, when the time comes for us to do with production. So, yeah, com. They can get a hold of me. Yes, because I know a lot of people in that area, in that Delaware, Dover, and Chester and mm-hmm. area. I mm-hmm. love Philadelphia when I went. I actually even went out with the suburbs that the um, – Oh, well, I don't want to miss it because I know this is going to go around the world. Uh, what's the, uh, the the people that don't uh, use any electricity? Oh, Lancaster County, the Amish people. The Amish, we had an awesome opportunity yeah. of having dinner with them, and it was amazing the dinner was. But we actually uh, had an awesome opportunity of being in that, in that area. And it's amazing, ladies and gentlemen, as you drive on the interstate, you'll see – Electrical, you know, the regular electrical outlets and mm-hmm. not outlets, but the uh, the wiring. And all of a sudden, when you get right there, boom, it's nothing. And I'm like, wow! <laughs> but we had an awesome opportunity. Uh, a lot of wisdom was shared. They actually were very nice and very knowledgeable of of, of the history. They know the history and the history of of the a lot of stuff of the United States. I didn't even know, but. <laughs> So, but I'm glad I got educated and had that amazing experience. And my niece and nephew, they were young men. They still talk about it in their adults. Um, so great history in Philadelphia. If you've never visited there or the surrounding areas, please do that. Now you've got an opportunity if you, if you pass the guidelines and what she needs, right, <laughs> to be part of the extra or even may involved with something else. Right, Julia? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> but we want to thank you, first of all, for being in your purpose, and second of all, we want to thank you so much for being a guest here on Good Deeds. If you need us for anything, please, please don't hesitate to contact us. Oh, I appreciate it. Thank you for having me on your show. I appreciate it. You're welcome. You're welcome. Woo, ladies and gentlemen, I learned a lot from this young lady. I know, I, okay, the replay will be up soon. <laughs> I know, but, you know, she, I, you know what, I just love when people are in their purpose. And I can hear the passion and the and the amazing energy that she has a, around what she does. So you know on that uh, on that you know how I am when yeah when the camera go on on the TV show I'm a whole other person. Okay, <laughs> I still have this energy, but you know 
that is amazing. I love doing the TV show. I love doing the radio. And you know, I never would have thought of it. Never. I'm telling you. Because I was the shy girl. I was the one who went through bullying. I was the one that grew up in poverty. I was the one that nickname was Olive Oil. And you see what I'm, okay. So you can do it too. You have greatness inside of you, right? They give you opportunity to remember, you know, remember the lives, you know. And they give you, you know, tips and stuff on how to do it. So, but anyway, and I use a lot of them now on TV because, uh, yeah, okay, that's a whole other conversation, right? So we love you here at Good Deeds. If you want to be a guest on our broadcast, contact us, the TV show, if you want to put a, uh, an article or a spotlight your nonprofit or your business in our magazine. We're so grateful. Bishop Jake's been on there. The new one's coming out pretty soon with, uh, uh, with Delisha Rodriguez, and then we've had Arthur Roland, Grammy winner. winner. And so we're just so excited about that. If you want to play a part of that and get in contact with us, we do have promotional and advertising opportunities as well. Um, our website is www.renesunday.com. Again, that is www.renesunday.com. If you want to get that book out, publish, right? Publish that book, that stage play, and then join her. You need to get with her, right? But anyway, she can connect you with maybe an agent or something. I'm sorry I put on the spot right then, but so forgive me. <laughs> But at least you can be an extra. Start that out. She told us what to do. But uh, also, the thing about it is we need to make sure we do our due diligence in everything we do. So if you need your book published, we can do that with the publishing company, your poetry, your journals, your devotional, okay? Also, we have a nonprofit organization called Sunday Foundation. 501c3 if you want to volunteer, which we'll need volunteers pretty soon. we got a lot of stuff going on. And also, if you want to donate, you know it's a tax write-off, right, 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 it's a tax write-off. And then we have an educational piece. We actually have uh, children programs. We actually have homeless programs. Five brothers and sisters. And we also have a program called The Sun, S-U-N, where we help family members that have loved ones in the intensive care unit. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, we, we all need to help one another, right? But please, please remember, you do have a calling. You do have a reason you were born. You're not a mistake. <laughs> y'all know, you're not a mistake. No matter what you say, no matter what somebody else says, right? You have to do this. You have to believe. You have to trust. And you have to walk it out. You got to don't stop. Say it with me. You got to get it, get it. And what you have to get, you got to get your purpose and get your purpose now. Now, check out our website and our social media with all the things we have going on. You know we have a, a Breakout Mighty Women's Fellowship that we need every month for impartation and also to help you with your business, right? So you got to get it, get it. And you got to don't stop. You got to get it, get it, right? And you know this is good deeds. And I'm Dr. Renee Sunday. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.